0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a life and plant based health coach, mindset mentor, and yoga instructor. And I help women master their minds and energy to create massive transformation in their health, happiness, and sense of fulfillment in their life. And today's episode is called Self Love. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Align Wellness Podcast for today's bonus episode. So today we're talking about self-love and I feel like this is kind of a loaded topic to be talking about. I think that self-love and self-care, a lot of people can get confused in what that means and I also think that there's... um You know, it's a loaded topic because I think that people have so much of their worth wrapped up in things that are not their worth. And I think that your sense of worthiness is just like, it's just a given. You're worthy just simply because you're here on this earth. I've said that before. And I really want you to hear that. I really want you to believe that, most importantly. Because if you are thinking that you're less worthy of love either by other people or yourself, which actually, you know, really, we are the ones that feel the love that we have. We don't feel other people's love for us. Okay, so that's something that actually was really interesting and helpful for me to learn that I've talked about this in terms of negative emotions, like when you're feeling frustration um, because you know, maybe someone did something that you don't agree with, um, and, and then you have a certain thought about it, and that's causing you to feel frustrated, or maybe anger or whatever, then you're the one that feels that negative emotion. So when you have love, when you are feeling love, which comes from thought, you're the one that feels that. So whether it's projected to yourself or to other people like that's you that gets to enjoy that feeling of love or happiness or joy or freedom or whatever it is that is the positive emotion for you but what I'm trying to say is that you feeling love for other people you get to feel that and when you feel love for yourself you get to feel that so self-love is is defined as having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. And self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. And it's not settling for less than you deserve. Which I don't know if I necessarily like that last sentence, but this was, you know, when I typed in self-love into Google. That's what came up. So... We can all work on loving ourselves more, and I don't know that unless you're enlightened that we ever get to a place where we're fully accepting or fully loving of ourselves. So that's this is like an ongoing practice, and I know that some of you might be listening to this episode and you might think that you can't fully love yourself just yet, as you are. You might think that you need to improve on this area or change this thing about yourself or... Um, get rid of that, or change this, or whatever. And I just want you to listen to this definition again. It's having a high regard for your own well-being. So it's not about what your body looks like, or not about your characteristics, or or what you're working on, or the next goal that you are trying to accomplish. It has nothing to do with that. And I said this before, and I want to bring it up here. You are not your body. You are not your thoughts. You're not your accomplishments or your failures. So when we think about who we are, like actually I was listening to something, I want to say this. I was listening to Wayne Dyer, just a, a YouTube recording of Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he was like, when you are like laying on your deathbed and if your body was to be weighed and you weighed 150 pounds and then you died and you weighed yourself or somebody weighed you right after you died um, you would still weigh 150 pounds so who are you and that's why I did a podcast episode like on who are you like you're not your body this is just a vehicle literally it's a vehicle for you to move through this life in but that's not who you are and when we say when we are thinking about self-love I believe that self-love includes taking care of your body but it has nothing really to do with what your body looks like you're not less worthy or more worthy of self-love depending on the size or shape or weight of your body or what you have or haven't accomplished yet or um, whether you're shy or outgoing or anything like that so it doesn't matter about any of those things self-love is having a high regard for your own well-being and I want you to really get this that's why I'm pausing that's why I'm repeating this because this is really important a lot of women um, will either join my my group my community or the clients that I'm working with this is something that women are needing. maybe we'll say a reminder on that we're not our bodies And we're worthy of loving ourselves right here and right now as we are. And actually, that's the only way you're going to even make change in your life that's lasting is loving yourself right here and right now. And I think that we've gotten so far away from self-love, looking for love or that positive feeling emotion in food, um, TV, maybe other people, shopping, um, alcohol, like all these things that might produce a false sense of pleasure that really is not self-love, but that's what people might be seeking, but they don't know that that's really what they're seeking, which is why self-awareness is literally so important. And that's why I wanted to do Monday's episode if you haven't listened to that one. In my opinion, that's a very powerful podcast episode and a very helpful episode to just work on your self-awareness. I would go back to that episode again multiple times throughout the years because it's something that, like I I don't know if I said it in this episode, but we all have layers and when we work on different parts of loving ourselves or maybe these unhelpful thought patterns, you're going to find another layer. Loving yourself, and I'm saying self with a capital S, is not about what you have done or haven't done, but I do think that loving yourself has an impact on what you will do or attempt to do. And so I'll explain. So those of you that have a deeper sense of love for yourself I think that you're much less likely to be hard on yourself or to beat yourself up if something doesn't go according to plan for example and it doesn't make you less worthy of love because you know that that's not where love comes from or what is going to generate the feeling of love is if you accomplish something or if you don't or whatever Um, I just think that having a deeper sense of self-love might make you maybe feel more brave to try something. And if you have less love for yourself, I think that you'll have a harder time trying something different or scary because you're probably thinking that, you know, your worthiness can be impacted whether you accomplish or maybe fail at something. So like I said, self-love is a process, like it's an ongoing practice and it's about doing the things that you need to do over the things that you may want to do. Like I said, you may want to eat a bag of chips or drink, you know, some pop or watch, you know, a a show or something in your evening, but really practicing self-love might mean that you go for a walk or that you spend some time journaling or having More self awareness, maybe in meditation or whatever. Going to bed earlier—that could be like how you could practice self love, truly. And that's why it's important to really remember self care and self love and and better self care. So self love is loving yourself, like your being, right? And from that love, you will inevitably, I believe, start doing the things that will actually move the needle on your health and your sense of well being. So love is an emotion so that means that there's going to be a thought that comes before that emotion that's going to generate the emotion of love if that makes sense. So if you know if you've listened to me for a while like you will understand that thoughts create emotions and emotions drive actions. Emotions the the way you feel is going to either cause you to do something or cause you not to do something. And then those things that you do or don't do are called actions and those create results in your life. So if you are um, thinking thoughts that will generate an emotion of love from that feeling of self-love, the actions that you will take will be in your best interest, I think. And I think that's going to be where you really do start to take better self-care. Okay, so people who really love themselves, they're not harming themselves. And I'm not meaning in like an actual physical harm, but I'm meaning like harming yourself in small ways. So I'll explain. So there's different levels. Of course, like I said, it's not an all or nothing thing, but the more love that you have for yourself, I just think that there's less junk that you'll tolerate. It just won't be as appealing for you. And that could mean processed food or maybe the act of overeating or maybe overspending or staying up too late, um, doing things that don't really light you up, you know, just wasting time. Those things are not just going to be as appealing to you if you have more self-love. And this is just my opinion. I'm not... It might not, you might not necessarily agree with me, and that's totally okay, that's totally fine, we don't always have to agree on everything, but this is just from my own experience of learning this and practicing this in my own life. When you have more love for yourself, I think that you're going to have stronger boundaries, uh, more compassion for yourself, and Probably others as well and you're just going to be more likely to do the things that actually make a difference on your health because you love yourself so you're not going to be as tolerant to junk food because you just know that on a deep level it's just really not serving you and the more self-love you have you're going to really care about you know your quality of sleep and um, the things that really matter to you that really make a difference on your sense of fulfillment and your sense of happiness. And we'll just go into that a little bit more. So really practicing self-love is you'll really appreciate how your body works without you having to really even think about it, right? Like your heart beats, your lungs automatically breathe, your brain processes. And You do this, it does this all without you having to think, do this, do this, do this, right? So I think that helps you when you can appreciate that about your body. I think you're going to become more deliberate about really caring for your physical body, even though you aren't your body, but you know that this is your home for your life here. So I think that that will maybe make you more deliberate about the food that you put into your body because you understand that that food becomes your body. It gets broken down and it becomes your body, literally. And I think you'll become more deliberate about the people that you spend time with because that you know that they have an influence on you. And you'll be more deliberate about how you spend your time, um, deliberate about how and you know what way you move your body to keep it flexible and strong. And it's not just going to be as enticing for you to consume and I mean that in all forms of the word garbage so you're not going to be consuming gossip or junk food or violent shows or depressing news or drama at work or in family or whatever and like you're not going to be it's just not going to seem as enticing to you I just think that you'll be less tolerant to it And I know that when I was younger, like I used to like those types of magazines that was like celebrity gossip. And I don't even notice them anymore. Like if I go to a grocery store or something, I wouldn't even be inclined to pick it up because it's just like not enticing to me anymore. It's just not interesting to me. And I'm not totally not meaning this in a sense like, I'm better now because I don't care about that kind of stuff. It's not about, like I said in episode 68, um, about being better or being your best. Being your best is not about being better than anyone. It's just about being your best that you can physically be and and emotionally be and spiritually be in all of the ways. So you're going to be just not as interested in some of the things that you maybe used to be interested in when you really practice self-love because you just believe that that's not as um, important for where you're going, with the direction that you're going with your life, if that makes sense. So this has been something that I've been talking about a lot with some of my one-on-one clients. Having a zero tolerance for beating yourself up like, no tolerance. There's no need for it. And I know that some people might think, well, if you, you know, if you're hard on yourself, then maybe pushes you to work harder and to accomplish more and all that kind of stuff. And I actually don't agree with that at all. I think that learning to love yourself and committing to that practice, that's when you're actually able to take your power back and do the things that really do bring you a sense of fulfillment. Like, me loving myself now compared to how I felt about myself five years ago, the the nutrition compared to from now compared to then has changed. The way I move my body hasn't changed. Still yoga, still running, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the way I feel about my body has totally changed. So it's not necessarily about the act it's about the feeling right because obviously love is a feeling but back to what I was saying when you really commit to loving yourself you're able to take your power back and when you're trying to make change in your life whether it's you know what in in any area any area that you're trying to make change in your life if you're doing that from a place of self-loathing that's only going to lead to more self-loathing and it's really hard because so many people are making changes from a place of not liking themselves and a really easy example is somebody that's trying to lose weight it's very likely that it's coming from a place of not liking how their body looks in the present moment but usually it's not coming from a place of loving yourself right like when somebody thinks I want to lose weight it's not like I love myself so much that I want to lose weight it's like I hate how I look I want to lose weight okay and those are totally different energies vibrations like you're going to get totally different results based on those types of thoughts and emotions that are coming from those thoughts right so when you change it from I don't like myself or even worse like I hate myself as I am right now I need to make a change that is going to produce more like I said self-loathing in the future if you even make any change which is very unlikely that you will when you can switch it to you know I love myself so much I'm not going to tolerate junk food anymore or I'm not going to tolerate talking negatively about myself anymore I'm just going to do the things that actually feel good and sometimes the things that feel good like you guys sometimes you don't want to go for a run but you know it feels good and you know it contributes to your mental health not as well as your physical health right so sometimes it's not even about the things that feel good that's why sometimes you know you can't have happiness as your goal because happiness is like i get that we all want to be happy and i know that that's one of the podcast episodes that i just did but Truly, happiness is um, part of the path of fulfillment, but fulfillment isn't all about being happy all of the time. And I think what you're really wanting when you say you want to be happier, I think what you're really wanting is to be more fulfilled, okay? And to feel more love for yourself too. I think it goes kind of hand in hand. So when when you're deciding, you know, I want to make a change, and I want to start loving myself. I want to make a change. And the change that I want to make is just learning to love myself. I think your body will move towards a natural weight for your body. I think it will because you will be consuming, you'll be um, putting the foods into your body that really contribute to health and move you away from disease or weight gain I'm trying to think about what I want to say here so that is the work that you need to do that's literally the work you have to be so aware of the thoughts that are coming into your mind any thought that's not about loving yourself you need to ask that thought to leave your mind you need to just choose consciously choose not to think about that thought it's a choice. So sometimes these thoughts are just going to come into your mind, especially if you've been practicing those thoughts for 40 years or however, however old you are, however long you've been thinking in this pattern. Um, those thoughts are, are going to be habit, of course. So you're just going to have to be a little bit more deliberate about, no, I'm not thinking that thought anymore and and replace it with a thought that actually serves you, like a thought that you can believe. It has to be a thought that you can believe. So instead of saying I love myself when you really don't, you might say I'm learning to love myself. Because that's believable. If you really want to learn to love yourself, that will be a lot more believable than I love myself if you don't love yourself right yet. And it's not about judging yourself that you don't love yourself as much as you'd like to or anything like that. It's just about it's just about the journey of it. And so the more that you are generating the feeling of love for yourself, the less likely that you'll think that you need validation um, from other people or that you'll participate in some of those unhelpful thought patterns that we talked about on Monday okay so you just you probably you won't be a victim you just won't be thinking that way as much anymore. And like I said, it's a process. So it's not like it's just going to suddenly stop, but you're going to become more and more aware as you practice more and more self-love. So just to kind of wrap up, self-love motivates you to make healthy choice in life. And when you are holding yourself in high esteem, when you really think Highly of yourself, you're just going to be more likely to choose the things that really do um, nurture your well-being, and the and choose the things that serve you. And this is going to be in the form of the foods that you eat, the way you move your body, um, the way you think about your body, your relationships, all of it. All of it's going to change as you practice a deeper sense of self-love for yourself. So thanks so much for listening to this episode today. I hope that you guys found this helpful. If you're interested in scheduling a free 30-minute breakthrough call, the link is in the show notes below, or you can send me an email, which my email is also in the show notes below. So thanks for listening, and I will chat with you all next week. Take care.